And we're on. This is the Let's Talk Cheer podcast, and I'm your host, Jason Larkin. Where we talk cheer, we talk life, and we talk whatever comes to mind. Five, six, seven, eight. Let's get started. Turn it up and tune in into Let's Talk Cheer with Jason Larkin. We're talking cheer, we're talking like you know we're always talking. So listen up, you boy, I'm about to go all in. Five, six, seven, eight, we're on. Let's begin. This is episode number eight. Not sure if there's going to be an episode nine, but thank you for joining. Actually, I had a buddy call me not too long ago and said he hates that intro that I do. said, because I love your podcast. I listen to it every single time. I learn something every single time I listen to it. But I hate that you tease me that there might not be another episode. And, you know, for those of you guys who hate that I say, well, you know, there might not be another. I've actually had multiple people say that. No, just keep coming out with them. You know, that's life sometimes. We, we just don't know when our last episode is going to be. But I'm thankful to be back. I'm thankful for everyone who has actually reached out and say, who has said that they actually listen, they actually enjoy listening, that they've learned something, that they want me to keep making them. That actually does mean a lot because, you know, it's hard. You're in here, you know, I'm in the booth, as they say, and, you know, I'm just speaking into a microphone by myself. I have no idea if anyone list is, if anyone's listening or if anyone cares and, you know, if anyone actually likes it. So it's really cool to hear from, you know, everyone who's actually reached out and said that they're listening, you know, it makes me feel good, makes me want to keep on doing it. So shout to you guys. I really, really, truly appreciate it. But yeah, a lot of things have happened since our last episode. COVID is still a thing. We are back in the gym, which is good. We're on lockdown, you know, during most of these. Presidential election has happened. But most importantly, baby Joey has arrived. And as of this recording, Joey is four months old and she is she's awesome so again i know a lot of you guys listen to hear my opinions on cheer and hear me talk about cheerleading but today we are talking about joey and more specifically her arrival so i want to tell that story while it's fresh on my mind i just think it'd be such a cool gift to give to her so that she can listen back when she's 10 you know 15 years old 20 years from now she can you know listen to it and actually hear an unclouded version of, you know, the events of the day that she was born. So, 5678, let's get started. So, our due date was actually July 29th. But basically, you know, the whole month, you think, Joey could come at literally any time. So, I remember thinking about that all the time. I'd be at the gym, I'm like, I wonder if she's going to come, like, at practice today. I wonder if she's gonna come in the middle of the night. I wonder if she, when is she when is she going to get here? I, I just always remember thinking about that. Like she could literally come at any time. And so we go to bed on the 14th of July, you know, really thinking, expecting the 15th of July to be like, you know, just a normal day. Right? I'd, I'd wake up, I'd work out, I'd go to work, I'd go to bed, and you know, Ashley'd say, ah, oh, she kicked me, and you know, I feel you know, she'd tell me all the cool stories about Joey, right? But, you know, we're sleeping that night on the 14th, and every time Ashley woke up to pee in the middle of the night, I was, like, checking on her, like, checking on her, checking on her. Like, are you okay, babe? Like, is everything okay? Do we need to go to the hospital right now? So, you know, she wakes up at 2 a.m., and I'm like, hey, are you good, babe? And she's like, no, you know, I just got to go to the bathroom. I'm like, okay, cool. I'll go back to sleep. And then, you know, 3 a.m. rolls around, and she gets out of bed. It's like, are you all right, babe? Is, are you good? So like, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm just going to the bathroom, right? 4 a.m. Hey, you, you good, babe? Are you good? She's like, yeah, I'm just peeing, right? And I'm like, okay, okay, Ash. All right, good, 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 right? 
And then around five something, Ash wakes me up and says, hey, I've been having contractions. So I'm gonna go lay on the couch for a little bit. And this wasn't, you know, particularly alarming at first because Ashley had been experiencing like contractions for a good amount of time, like those fake Braxton Hicks contractions, right? So I was like, okay, you know, she's just having contractions, whatever. And she's gonna go and lay on the, you know, on the couch. And she does that. So when she's not feeling well, she'll go lay on the couch or whatever. And, but the day before, she actually told me she had a real labor contraction. She's like, oh no, I had like a, she's like, this one was like real. Like I actually felt it, it was like intense. Like I could tell the difference. I'm like, oh man. So she's saying like, oh, I had like, Jason, these are like real contractions. Like she layered. So I'm like, oh, like real contractions. And I'm like, okay, cool. Anyway, so. I go back to bed and I, I lay there awake for like five minutes and my mind is going like a million hour, miles an hour. Like I just, I'm like thinking like, is this really happening? Like is today the day that this actually happens? And so I can't sleep. You know, I, again, I lay there for five minutes. I get up because I can't sleep. And I grab my pillow and I join my wife on the couch. And I'm like, hey, babe, is everything, you know, okay? I, I couldn't sleep. And then she pulls out her phone and she shows me how long and how often she's been having these, these like real contractions for. And this is like when I really start getting nervous because a few weeks leading up to that, the OB had sent Ashley home with like homework. Like, here's how you have a baby material. And Ashley, for like weeks, kept begging me to go over the material like, Jason go over the material you gotta read this stuff you gotta read this gotta read this gotta read this and I'm like no I'm not reading it right and I or yeah I don't actually say that flat out but you know I don't read it because during the pregnancy right when we found out we were pregnant I got an audiobook went on audible got a great book about the expecting dad I'm not even I actually think it's called the expectant father really good book but the book was so cool because it went through month by month it said hey you're in month one. This is what you should expect. This is what the baby is experiencing. This is what your wife is experiencing. This is what your role should be. Here's how you, you know, here's what should happen. Here's what you should expect, right? Hey, in month two, this is what the baby's experiencing. This is what your wife's experiencing. This is what you should be doing during this time, right? And so I didn't read the entire book. I would do it month by month because I didn't want to get too far ahead of myself. And for whatever reason... I didn't make time to actually read chapter nine, you know, the month where they actually talk about, you know, having the baby, right? And so, but it was cool because like before that, Ashley, oh, you know, this is what's going on. And I'd be like, oh yeah, my dad book told me that that would happen and this is what we need to do. Oh yeah, my dad book said this. So I was like, I love this dad book. But again, I didn't make time to read, you know, that last chapter of the book and Ashley wants me to read these pamphlets and I'm always like no I'm no 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 I'm a scholar and I only listen to the finest audiobooks I have no time to read your your silly little pamphlets right but as Ashley showing me these contractions I realized yeah I should have done I should have either I should have gone over chapter nine I should have read some pamphlets because now I'm feeling like in over my head and I'm like this is real and I'm not as prepared as I I could have been it was just a good and that is a good lesson of why we teach humility to the kids because it's so easy to win a cheer competition where to win two cheer competitions and then think 
I'm God's get to cheerleading. Like, I no longer have to work hard at anything because we just won this. And that, you know, it's the first thing after we win every competition or after any competition we win, the very first thing I say to those kids when we come into practice, yesterday's home runs do not win today's ball games every single time. So, you know, it's just a good reminder because I had read, you know, chapters one through eight, but, you know, chapter nine, that elusive chapter nine, you know, got away from me, right? Anyway, the point is, neither of us are really entirely sure what is going on. She's tracking her contractions. Um, I'm really nervous and feeling stupid that I didn't read these, you know, anything. And I distinctly remembering, I distinctly remember this. I remember I hadn't showered when I got home from work the evening before. So it was just one of the, you know, one of those nights I'm tired, I'm going to bed and you guys all know that feeling when you feel like unclean, like I need a shower, like that kind of like sticky feeling. Well, when Ashley's going through all these contraction things, I'm thinking, dude, the baby's actually going to come today. And if this baby comes today, I'm going to have to do skin to skin. And Joey is not going to be doing skin to skin with a dirty daddy her first moments in this world. So I'm like, hey, Ash, I'm going to hop in the shower. And then, you know, hopefully we're all we're all good. And so, guys, I hop in the shower. And I remember I turned on that audiobook and tried to cram as much information in it as I could. I put the reading speed on one and a half. And, you know, speaking all super fast, right? And I'm just trying to listen to everything. But I actually felt significantly better after listening to all that. But anyway, I get out of the shower. Contractions are still happening. And and we, we realize that Joey is on her way. So, you know, we call and text family members. And we let them know, like, hey, this is, this is going down. It's happening right now. And so her mommy bag is packed. My daddy bag is packed. And we are... We're ready to go. I'd actually pack the, I'd actually put in the car seats like two weeks before, maybe the week before. So I, I was so proud of myself for putting those things in and, you know, we were ready to go. And so we're off to the hospital and we leave the house around 6.50 a.m. And I just doing pretty well. She's not in any like sorts of pain. She just knows like, hey, this is, you know, this is happening, right? Like I said, so, you know, based on that, I'm like, hey, you know. It's kind of early. We haven't eaten anything. I'm really thinking we should stop by and get some food. Like, hey, Ash, do you want to get some food? And she's like, no, we are not. She acted like it was the worst thing I could have said at that time. She's like, we are not getting food. No, no, no. You drive straight to the hospital. All right, all right, all right. I'm like, but, you know, I know that they're not going to let you eat, you know, much once we get in there. And they did not let her eat at all. I'm not saying they didn't let her, but she did not eat at all once we got there. So... Anyway, I still think we should have grabbed, like, an egg and muffin or something. But anyway, we get to the hospital right at 7 a.m., and the second Ash steps out of the car, her water breaks. And we're like, oh, this is, like, happening, happening right now. So, you know, her water breaks. We check in. She goes straight to the bathroom. She's like, yep, my water broke. And it's like, <laughs> crazy, we're having a baby. And so we get upstairs to the birthing center. And we're like, hey, you know, we're here. Like, so, you know, how can we help you? Like, we're having a baby. And like, all right, well, just a second. And and for real, they just had us waiting there. Like, I, I remember, like, walking. They were, were at the little nursing station saying, we're having a baby. And like, okay. And they're like, you know, clicking on computers, looking at all these other things. 
And I'm like, dude, what is going on? Like, we're having a baby. Then they, you know, hand us papers and they have us filling out these this paperwork. And all I'm thinking is, can we take care of this? Like, once we're in a room, my wife is having a baby. Like, we're total, like, first parents, right? But apparently, it was a busy day in the birthing center that day because they are out of rooms that day in the hospital. Like, out of rooms. So they put us in a, like, triage room. And so it's basically a bed for Ashley and a chair for me. And we were legit there for a couple of hours just, you know, waiting, you know, sitting around. But eventually uh, a room opens up and and we're good. Now, real quick, I got to give a shout out to all of the nurses that are with us throughout this whole process. Because you guys were truly, truly awesome and great. Now, you know, we watch a lot of doctor shows. You know, we watch Grey's Anatomy and House and and scrubs and all of those shows convince you that doctors are the only people who work in hospitals but the reality is our nurses put in a lot of work and besides the actual like c-section i feel like our nurses were like the only ones like really taking care of us no disrespect to doctors i know we all need doctors but just a shout out to our nurses and nurses everywhere because they kept track of everything everyone's updating us and everything and so you guys really truly meant a lot to us and allowed us like to you know get through that whole thing smoothly but anyway so we are um steadily moving along dilating consistently everyone i'm updating you know i'm, I'm sending out the updates to everyone hey you know she's at three centimeters like oh she's moving oh she's at five cent oh yeah oh you guys are flying by in this thing and i'm like all right like she's about to have this baby in no time and you know we're just waiting to reach 10 centimeters and eventually we get there and nurse ray shout out to nurse ray she was awesome um she tells us hey you know joey is facing up like her belly button is to the sky and we need her to be facing down in order to fit under ashley's um pelvic bone so she kind of warns us that c-section might be in our future but you know we wanted to do it like you know the gangsta way like you know we're trying to push this baby out right but we waited a little bit, and Nurse Ray is like, "All right, we're gonna start pushing." And I'm, I'm letting you know, it's I'm in the room, Ashley's in the room, Nurse Ray's in the room, and she's like, "We're gonna start pushing." And I'm like, "Like right now? Like where's the doctor at?" And she's like, "No, no, no, we're doing this right now, right now." So she gets us like in position to push. Well, for we for me to push for Ash to push, and so I'm standing on the right side of Ash. Nurse Ray is standing on the left. And she props each one of Ashley's legs up on our shoulders and says, when she starts to push, when she starts to push, you push her legs, you know, back towards her, right? Now, guys, have you ever watched, like, you know, football practice, like in a movie or something, and they have those tackling dummies and the guys, they tackle them on the sled? When she said go, I promise you, guys, I was trying to make the team. Like, I... I tried to like run through Ashley's leg and Nurse Ray was like, stop, stop, stop. You're going to break her hip. And I'm like, oh, my bad, my bad. You know, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to help Ashley push. I thought I was going to be able to push her out myself, but it was not happening. Nurse Ray said Joey was not budging. Um, we tried that again about an hour later and still no progress. Joey hadn't moved at all and was not going to fit under Ashley's pelvic bone. So a C-section was officially in our future now joey was obviously born mid-july so we are still in the middle of covid and lockdowns and and everything 
And so because of all that, the OR, they're only using one OR for, for surgeries and for, you know, in our case for C-sections. And there's a line of C-sections at night. So when we say, yeah, let's go ahead and move forward with a C-section, it's about 8 p.m., but we legit don't get into our OR until about 10.30 or so. But we finally get into the OR, and they have Ashley on her on the operating table on her back, right, with the curtain up so, you can't, so she can't look down and see anything. And I'm sitting to the right of Ash's head. The nurse is sitting to the right of me, and then slightly behind me to my left, is Brad, our anesthesiologist. And pretty close to the end of procedure, Brad like elbows me and he gives me one of those, hey, you should like take a look and you know, you should see, stand up and you know, see what's going on. And I look back at him like, yo, are you, are you sure? And he's like, yeah, for real, go, go, look, look, look. And so I stand up, look over the curtain and all I see is like the cut, like the incision that they made. And I'm see, and I don't know like where I'm supposed to be looking, but I'm looking there, and all of a sudden I see them pull Joey out, and I'm like, oh! And as soon as I saw that, like I sat down, like oh, I've seen too much right now. And so real quick, fast forward when we're back in the room, Nurse Ray was like, you know, we could have kicked you out for that little stunt you pulled in there. And I'm like, what's? I'm like, I'm genuinely confused. Like what? What stunt are you talking? What are you talking about? It's like looking over the curtain. We've had dads pass out, and you know we make them pay for the damage. And all I'm thinking is, yo, Brett, your boy told me to look. Like, I'm not, what are you talking about? But I know that stitches get stitches. Snitches <laughs> get stitches. So I had to stay loyal to the streets and keep my mouth shut. But anyway, back in the OR, Joey's out, right? They just pulled Joey out and they're doing whatever they do. And they eventually call me over to cut the umbilical cord. And this is like the moment that we're, that all parents wait for. You know, I remember, I mean, I literally remember talking to Joey in Ashley's belly for nine months straight, like every day talking to her, you know, just say, I can't wait to meet you, baby girl. And, and like all those things, like this moment, like always wondering like who she was actually going to be in that getting this moment that, you know, we've waited for, for so long. I was actually going to meet her. And I remember walking around that corner thinking, man, I hope she's cute. But like, I really hope there's a cute baby. Because, you know, ever since Ashley and I have been together or engaged or married, everyone said, oh, my gosh, you guys have such cute kids. Oh, your kids are going to be so cute. And then, you know, we finally, decide, you know, decide to have a girl. But, you know, we decide um, to have a, have, a, have a kid. And we find out it's going to be a girl. Oh, she's going to be the cutest girl ever. And I'm like, like, ever? Like, that's a lot of pressure. So, you know, I'm walking over there like, oh, we, you know, we got a lot of, we got a lot of, you know, hopes to fulfill, a lot of dreams to fulfill, Joe. But, you know, we walk over there or I walk over there around the table. You know, she's got that white gunk all over her. And I'm thinking, well, hey, beauty's on the inside, baby. And that, you know, I get to hold her and she's got like one eye rolling around her head. And I'm thinking, well, hey, we, we tried our best. But all jokes aside. I know that 2020 has been a rough year for a lot of people. A lot of things happened in 2020 I never thought I would see in my lifetime. And everyone, I feel like the whole world is chalking this up and saying, you know, 2020 has got to be the worst year ever. Like, this is the worst year ever. And as much as I want to hop in that boat and say, yeah, this has just been a terrible year, I can't do it. You know, Joy was born July 15th, 2020. And so 2020 is always going to be the year that 
I became a father. It's going to be the year that I got to meet Joey Lee's Grace. It's, you know, it's, you know, while it's the worst year for everyone else, it's going to be the best year for me from now on. So, Joey Lee's Grace, I love you to death. I love watching you grow and just, you know, you're four months right now. And so it's just crazy watching how different you are today than you were four months ago or even a week ago and just how much you're learning and growing every single day and so I love you baby girl I'm always gonna love you and you're the best so Joy Lee's Grace was born at 10 55 p.m July 15th 2020 six pounds 12 ounces 19 inches long and I wouldn't change a thing about her a thing about her story she's perfect and we love her to death Five, six, seven, eight, we're out. Hey guys, I really hope you enjoyed today's show. Do me a quick favor, hit that subscribe button and let your friends know about this podcast. It's a great way for you to show your support for the channel. I'm your host, Jason Larkins, and you've reached the end of Let's Talk Cheer with Jason. Thanks for listening.